You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. Barry is back, this time with his view from the US. Welcome back, Barry. Thank you, Stephen. Sorry to pull you away from the um, IMF. So, so how was it you, um, you were allowed in the press gallery? Or how did you get involved in that? I'm really curious. Well, that's interesting. You know, look, for about two years, the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, they're right across the street from each other in downtown Washington. And by the way, why? Because the Americans were instrumental in setting them up and President Roosevelt, before he died in 1945, said, I want those institutions here. I do not want them up in New York City with all those financiers. I want to keep an eye on them. Well, to come to now they've opened up after the pandemic, they have in a small press room only 12 seats. And you have to be there, in my case, at 8 o'clock this morning for one of those 12 seats. It's also open to hundreds of others who plug in through a web browser. They use WebEx for anybody in the world can ask questions if they're recognized by the chairman. So that's the way it works. Of course, when you're in the room and there's three presenters and a moderator, it's pretty easy to get his attention and then you'll get to ask your question, as indeed I did. Well, Barry, as always, we're very lucky to have you. You're certainly in the know and very well located in Washington there where um, we can get you to keep your eye on what's going on. Now, what I want to kick off with is despite high interest in inflation, house prices in the US seem to be remarkably resilient. How is this so? Yeah, that's a good question, given the fact that interest rates have gone up so much so that a 30-year mortgage, which is the standard mortgage for a home buyer, used to be in the range of 3% annually, and now it has risen to 7%, sometimes a little below that. But that's a huge advance, even though that's still a low number in terms of where things have been historically. That means that if you're buying something, you're paying a lot more every month than you were a year ago. So why are prices of properties, home properties, holding up, given that rise. That's because there's a lot of money in the economy. We spent about three or four trillion dollars of money that was injected into consumers' hands, either through tax breaks or outright grants to people. And they also, during the work from home movement, which continues, were able to save more because they weren't commuting. So people were relatively well off. Now, commercial property has crashed because of work from home. So you see here in Washington, and indeed, San Francisco is the worst case, empty buildings, offices that are just not being used. And in the case of the finance industry up in New York, uh, they're insisting that people come back to work so they can interact, but most of all, fill those offices. The property market is hot depending on where you are. Florida's hot, Texas is hot, the big cities of the east are hot, and then out in the Middle West it's not so much. But will those prices continue to rise, Stephen? I don't think we know, but let's just say the experts who 12 months ago predicted that there would be a crash or at least a downturn in housing have been proven wrong. 
Yeah, as a lot of other predictions have been proven wrong with this uh, latest six months. Um, anyway, let's move on to the Teamsters Union, because it looks like they've secured an excellent deal, from what I read from UPS. A minimum wage of US dollars 21 sounds pretty good to me. Could they set a standard, do you think, for other unions and workers to follow, pushing wages high, which, of course, isn't going to be good for inflation? Yeah, that is going to be the case. But let's not forget that uh, we only have about um, 13% of our workforce that is unionized. And in this um, package delivery business, UPS is unionized with the Teamsters Union, but FedEx is not. And as a result, I don't think that you and the Postal Service has its own union. And that's, of course, a government entity. So if you just look at the delivery business, I don't think this is going to have a big impact. FedEx always prides itself that they pay more than UPS and that they're a faster, better delivery operation. They are, of course, very competitive. UPS, they have that trademark brown uniform, brown trucks. They don't say who made the truck. I don't think that 20 plus dollars an hour is going to have a big impact. The fact is, both FedEx and UPS are known to be very good employers with very impressive benefits of health and of pensions. So even though one is unionized, the other is not, I think they're going to carry on. By the way, I think the most significant element in this settlement is that there's going to be air conditioning added to the cabs of these classic UPS brown trucks. And as a friend of mine who was delivering this morning said, yeah, we'll get it in about five years. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I was shocked when I read that, that they're not air conditioned um, already, particularly with the global warming and the freak heat we're going through. Anyway, I'd love to talk to you more about unions in the US, particularly the Teamsters Union, have relatives in the States, but they're very far right wing. So I'd love to get your view. They, They have... There are definitely sudden views of them. Anyway, let's move on to tech now, because it's always great talking to you about tech. X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, is looking to become an app for everything, a bit like China's WeChat. Do you think there's a market for that in the US? Yeah, look, Stephen, I'm going to defer to you because I know you're a heavy tech interest person and a heavy user. Now, what I think is going on is that this isn't the last word. I'm not sure that logos are going to be made and changed in the next few weeks. I know that there's been a big X put on the on the front of the building in San Francisco on Market Street. Certainly, Elon Musk likes this. But let's not forget, Linda Yaccarino is running Twitter, or X. Supposed to be, And yeah. she is an advertising person. And the fact that they want to move into other areas is a no-brainer, really. Because you've got, what, 30 million users, regular users, and why not take them into other things? As Elon Musk said in his statement in the last 24 hours, uh, two birds tweeting doesn't really apply anymore because we're no longer using a 140-character limit. You can do much more on X than you could before, therefore the, 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 the Bluebird just doesn't fit anymore. And some people I notice in the advertising business are already agreeing with him. Now, that said, Stephen, you're aware, and I think listeners are aware, Elon Musk is not a popular person among yeah. a big segment of the American public. 
And a lot of people are going to bail out of Twitter or X just because they think he's a capricious person that's moved too far to the right and that his talk about an open, you know, anything goes with yeah. limitations, town square, they don't believe. So Absolutely. I think this is a work in progress. Yes. And to answer your question, I think I would be interested in that, whether I'd want to put it with Twitter for the reasons you just mentioned there is another question. Anyway, thank you as always for joining us, Barry Wood, RTHK's international economics correspondent.